This is music attorney Randy Ojeda. As an attorney, I've helped artists and bands secure hundreds of thousands of dollars in advances, and I've collected even more money in unpaid royalties owed to songwriters and producers. I've negotiated licensing deals, label deals, publishing and management deals, and so much more. And right now, I'm offering a free initial consultation for all artists because I truly believe that all musicians should have access to quality legal services. So find out what my firm can do to help your music career. Head to randyohedalaw.com and book a free consultation now. Welcome to Cigar City Radio. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. Do you know what I think of people that... What do you think of them? I think that they can gobble. They can just fit them all the way down. I hope. I hope that... And they want more. And they start taking videos. This sounds personal, Jason. This is personal. Damn. Yeah. Okay, okay. Our guest on this episode is a young blues legend, Christone Kingfish Ingram. At the ripe age of 25, Kingfish has already accomplished so much. He's a Grammy Award winner, a seven times blues music award winner, which beats out my favorite blues guitarist, Tabinois. Wow, is that a fact? That's a fact. Tabinois has five. He's oh. incredible. Yeah. Go Kingfish. Yeah, Kingfish has hit number one on the Billboard Blues charts. He's been featured by the New York Times, Rolling Stone, Guitar World, Should I Go On? Washington Post. I mean, you know, I mean, every, you name it. If it's, a, if it's a publication that talks about blues guitarists, he's probably been talked about. He's been featured in the Netflix show Luke Cage, as well as the video game Red Dead Redemption Online. He has both music in Red Dead, and he's a character, as he talks about it. Is he a character? Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah, character. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Catch Kingfish performing Sunday, February 18th at Gasparilla Music Festival in Julian B. Lane Park in downtown Tampa. This is in support of his new album, Live in London, which is out now. So here it is. Kingfish. We are here with, uh, can I call you Kingfish? Am I allowed to call you Kingfish? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most definitely. We're, we're here with Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram. He is performing Sunday, February 18th at Gasparilla Music Festival right here in downtown Tampa at Julian B. Lane Park. Uh, definitely looking forward to that performance. Tickets are still available at gasparillamusic.com for single day or weekend long passes. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Kingfish, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. So I, I want to start at the beginning, you know, the beginning of, of Kingfish. So you were born in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So if you gave me a map of Mississippi, I could not find Clarksdale on that map. Like where where is Clarksdale? What is it like growing up there? Uh, Clarksdale is like... Uh... Isn't the northwest part of Mississippi, like I want to say south of Memphis, about maybe 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, but still the deep south for sure. 
Yeah. So, so you, you started playing the blues at, at what age? Uh, pretty much age eight. I was, I was influenced before that, you know, by the gospel sounds in my household and, you know, around my family or whatnot, but I didn't start learning about the blues to age eight. Oh, wow. So, so you're, you come from a family of musicians. Mm-hmm. My mom's side of the family, uh, she sings and, uh, all about uncles and cousins on that side, uh, either played, either played bass, guitar, drums. Oh, wow. Or, or uh, yeah, yeah. Or appreciate or, you know, or something like that. Did you pick up the guitar at first or what was your first instrument? Well, technically through church, my first instrument was drums. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And, and through the blues, I, I tried to learn the guitar. But I felt like my fingers were too big, <laughs> so <laughs> I switched. I, yeah, yeah. So I switched to bass, and bass became my primary instrument. Well, my first instrument through the blues. So what does you know? You were born, um, what nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine, January. January. Oh, so your your birthday? Did did we just miss it? Yeah, yeah, it was on the nineteenth. Oh, happy birthday! Happy belated. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. So you're, you know. Young Buck coming up in in Mississippi. How how do you how do you get mixed up in in the blues and gospel versus you know I'd imagine a lot of kids your age were probably you know listening to hip hop or pop music or whatever's popular. You know, blues isn't exactly the most popular genre. You know, well, uh, I I, I kind of think it all it all has to do with you know surroundings. You know, I live in Clarkson, Mississippi, so you know all the kids here can tell you you know. Uh, it's a choice because you're pretty much around it 24 seven, you know? Uh, 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 so, so, so for me, that's, you know, that's where I chose to go. I lived right next to a blues man, you know, so I, I, you know, I couldn't escape it. And because I was already, you know, uh, you know, into the, you know, world of gospel, I, I felt that the blues were pretty much the same thing, you know, and I felt like I was listening to the same thing. That's kind of what made me drawn to it, you know? Yeah. Um, were, were there other kids your age that were also in blues? Like, were you playing in bands or were you just kind of hanging out with the old heads? Uh, pretty much like a mix. Uh, there were there were kids in the blues and arts education program that I was with who who did it as well. But I wasn't hanging out with them. I was hanging out more with like the OGs, you know, you know, kind of just to learn more. Yeah. Who were some of those OGs? Uh, just like pretty much like local uh, local legends in the city, kind of like uh Wesley Jefferson and and Big Jack Johnson and you know different uh local you know blues guys you know yeah oh man that must have been a, a fun fun way to grow up yeah 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 like like uh you know and uh yeah like a whole lot more like um Josh Razorblade Stewart you know uh uh Dr Michael James all these guys are not with us anymore but those were the guys that I saw growing up and who who gave you the name Kingfish. Uh, one of my teachers at the Delta Blues Museum, his name was uh, uh, Bill Hallerman Perry. And uh, he used to give all the kids in classes like nicknames and we thought of them as stage names. So uh, mine came. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah and I, I didn't like it at first, but I kind of but I kind of got stuck with it and kind of I kind of fell in love with it afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it's a great great blues name you know I mean, <laughs> thank you yeah I, i'm just where does it come from do you know like where did uh, you come up with that is from uh, uh one of the first black sitcoms we had was a sitcom called amos and andy oh and, uh, okay yeah yeah that was a character on the name kingfish and yeah he said i reminded him of that character 
Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. So, so you're, you're growing up, you're, you're playing, you're playing instruments, start with drums, move on to bass, then, then guitar, you know, at what point did you realize like, this is something I can do as a, as a career? Well, I kind of always found myself going back to music when I was younger, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like any kid, you know, our attention span is, you know, not the, you know, not the longest. So there were times where I would try to go and do other stuff, but I found myself coming back to music. Like I tried sports, didn't like it. Uh, I wanted to become a professional wrestler, you know, that knew, I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so I, kinda, <laughs> I think I you would have been a pretty good professional wrestler. Just man. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I, I just always kind of found myself coming back to music, and yeah. So the last time when that happened, that's when I just figured, okay, this this is it for me. I'm just curious about how it all kind of got started. Was there somebody that like noticed you and and, and put you on stages, or uh, you know, was well, it your well, parents, or what? How did that go? Well, well, after I uh, kind of quote unquote graduated from the Blue Museum, I started playing bass in. Uh, in different bands, you know, around the blue circuit in the city, like from age 10 to like 12. And uh, right after that, like 13 is, well, 12 or 13 is when I picked up the guitar again. And right when I picked up the guitar, I started like leading my own bands and leading other bands in the city. And so when I turned 15, uh, 15 and 16, I had a video to go viral. And that video kind of like catapulted me up into like national uh 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 national news or whatnot and that's kind of like how everything like kind of took off from there and with my first album coming out years later yeah no that that's amazing i mean it's yeah it, it's crazy that you were you know 12 and 13 years old and you're talking about leading a, a blues band i mean that's that's amazing did you have um you, you know did you have some of the older blues musicians were they encouraging or were they like who the hell is this young kid you know uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I think some were encouraging, uh, but I think some would also like that behind my back. But uh, for the most part, they all were, you know, encouraging and you know, great for sure, for sure. You know, you know, you're gonna have some uh, uh, rough ones for sure trying to give you tough love, but everybody was cool. That's great. That's good to hear. I'm glad there's no yeah. uh, there's no horror stories. You didn't get in any any fights with any any blues musicians. I ain't gonna say I don't have any horror stories, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it didn't happen in abundance. You know, so very cool. So your first album comes out, your debut, uh, Kingfish, and um, mm -hmm. is it immediate that like you get notoriety and, and and people are 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 checking it out, or did it take some time? People definitely checked it out. It debuted at number one on the blues charts because you gotta stand like uh from two thousand from like year two thousand fifteen. On up to 2019, I didn't have a record, but I was able to keep my name out there and be visible, you know, just from, you know, you know, uh, videos going viral, and, uh, you know, uh, here and there. And all those videos, I was still able to get bookings, you know, on different um, blues festivals and blues events. So I, I still had like, so that was kind of like some anticipation for my yeah. first record, if you will. There's yeah, some so, demand for it. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. Uh, that you no, know, that kind of helped me personally. I didn't think the record was gonna do anything. <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, okay, man, it's just gonna be another blues artist record that get you know, you know, kind of lost in the mix. But no, nah, everybody was waiting on it and everybody enjoyed it. So yeah, it was cool. I know that that record was nominated for a Grammy. Um, didn't didn't you didn't actually win the Grammy until your next record, six six two? What was it like? You know, 
I'm a, I'm right. a member of the Recording mm-hmm. Academy, so I, I know a little bit about the Grammy process. But what was it like, you know, actually like getting the news that, hey, you're nominated for a Grammy? Dude, I never forget. I, I, I woke up that morning <laughs> and uh, my phone was just going off. And I'm like, hey, man, what, what didn't happen? You know, I, I looked on Facebook and somebody was like, man, congrats on your Grammy nomination. And I was like, no, yeah. no, man. Because I wasn't even thinking about it at the time. I was like, no, nah, this can't be. So I went and looked. I went on, I looked on the uh, the Grammy website and, you know, lo and behold, you know, Kingfish was on there. So, yeah, man, it was it was a great experience. You know, like I said, I was new to that world and, and um, you know, got the chance to go to the, you know, ceremony that year. It was all new to me. It was great. Yeah, you went out to to the actual Grammy show and and sat in with uh with the Taylor Swifts and the Drakes of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, that's, you know, a, that's nah, cool. so cool. Yeah, all the Lindas X's and you know the Ellens and stuff like. That. Yeah, did you get any any good pictures? Any good FaceTime with any of the any of the big ones? Nah, man, nah, man, I'm I'm, I'm too shy for that. <laughs> oh yeah, I I feel like I'd be the same way. Like I don't know how I'd right. approach approach a Drake and be like, oh, let me get a picture, you know? Exactly, you know. <laughs> uh, but you've been fortunate over your your career to to work with uh you know a lot of great artists. I mean, you know, Buddy Guy and all these kind of blues legends. Is has there been somebody that you've been starstruck by that you just can't believe that you're meeting? Man, uh, I. I recently, I, I, I recently, I recently met uh, uh, Robin Thicke. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, man. And he was actually cool, and uh, could potentially, you know, you know, could potentially, you know, might be doing some work with him in the future. So that oh, was really awesome. cool, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever met an artist like, you know, from the mainstream world that high, you know. So yeah, man, it was cool. Yeah, well, I know like you've you've done some, you know, collaborations like I, I remember seeing you on um uh Rock Hymns um Tiny Desk right, concert, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you yeah, have that, exactly. you have that song with Big Crit too, Another Life Goes By, like mm-hmm. you know, so are, are you are you a fan of of you know more popular music and hip hop as as well? Oh definitely, definitely, man. From uh from the new guys like Kendrick and J. Cole to you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm real big on, you know, like nineties West Coast hip hop. So yeah. you know, like the Snoop, you know, to you know the you know the Snoops, the Nate Dolls, you know the DJ Quicks, and you know stuff around that you know era. Yeah, no, no, you're speaking my language. The, uh, I'm all about you know like Warren G and Regulators. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Dog Pound, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my vibe, man. I, I would love to see you, uh, you know, solo in on some of those beats. You know, that'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, man. I, I, thank you, man. I would love to, man. It, it, it's, it, I, I would. I've always been attracted to that, you know, you know that funkiness, you know. Yeah, yeah, the G funk era, you know. Right. That's awesome. It's awesome, and and then you know, I I was really surprised. I remember when I saw that you were touring with Vampire Weekend. Um, I think that's <laughs> that's another one where it's like, huh, blues and Vampire Weekend. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't put the two together, but but you did. You know, yeah, man, Ezra, yeah, man, man, Ezra and the guys, man, they're like, you know, really dope, really great people. Uh, Ezra, I, he said he found me on Instagram and he felt like, hey, man, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know we have a pretty open crowd and this would be new for them. So, you know, they brought me on and our reception was, you know, well received and we got put off for another 14 days that next year. But then COVID happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. No, that's yeah. that's amazing though. I mean, that's cool of their crowd to to be receptive to it because you know when I think Vampire Weekend, I think like you know New York hipsters, and I don't you know Most, I don't oh, dude, I don't think dude, Southern dude. blues. 
Bro, hey, bro, I'm gonna tell you, it was, it was literally every night we was playing to like 15 and 16 year old, <laughs> you know, like that's awesome, like you know, so yeah, it was cool. Like, like even their parents, you could tell the music was resonating a little bit more with their parents because they were the ones coming up to us. But yeah, it was cool. It's cool that you're you're resonating with with uh, younger audiences too. I know um, for a lot of people, probably one of the introductions to Kingfish and to your music was. Um, you were on the Netflix show, uh, the Luke Cage show, um, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I saw you on that, and I was like, I, I remember looking at it like, is that is that Kingfish? You know? Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. How did that come about, man? Uh, okay, so it's a couple of weeks before I graduate uh, high school. That's like two K seventeen, and my mom was telling me about this show. That uh, she's like, man, I think you would like it. You know, it has all these musical acts on there that you did. You know, like Del uh Gary Clark Jr., Faith Evans, blah blah. Hmm. And uh, I just made a joke. I was like, uh, hey, you think you know they'll get us for the second season? And we all laughed. You know, he he. Like two nights later, I got a message, uh, from one of the producers, from somebody from Marvel or something like that. And they was like, yeah, the producer wrote you in the show, and you know, we'll love to have you come on and um. I want to say like some months later that fall, uh, we went to New York and we recorded it. Man, it was it was great. Uh, we did the music in L.A. and shot the scene in New York. So, oh yeah, wow, it was cool. Yeah, man, it was cool. That yeah, that what was it like being part of a big production like that? Man, it was my first like taste of that. So just to see how everything worked as far as the cameras and you know we had to do scenes like. 10 times over after a while it gets tiring <laughs> but it, it was cool and for me it was a challenge because i you know what i play and sing on a record you know i'm i'm a field guy so i just can't like replicate that so right. i had to like yeah you know i had to like you know go i had to like really study the records just to sing with them and everything so yeah yeah because you had you would have to play the same thing every time right exactly pretty much yeah yeah same riffs same notes all of that Wow. Yeah. And that can be tough for, for somebody that, you know, is more improvisational and, and, and plays off a of feeling, like you said. Exactly. You know, so yeah, but we, yeah, yeah. But, but it turned out cool. And then, uh, I remember we filmed like up to like 3 a.m. It was crazy. We started like three in the afternoon and stopped at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh man. I bet your, I bet yeah. your fingers were exhausted after that. Oh, you know it. <laughs> right on. That's that's cool, man. You know, I, I think that's one thing I really respect about you is, you know, you you you're doing a lot more than just playing the blues, you know, like you're um doing these these other appearances and you know, like I, I know you did some some work with like Red Dead Redemption, the video game, you know. Right, exactly. Um so yeah, how does that how does something like that come about where you're you know, are you are you do you play video games? Are you a gamer? Yeah, I do. I do actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I was at the time I was an avid player of Red Dead, and um, uh, they, you know, uh, kind of like Ezra, you know, they found me and uh, they had reached out, and uh, they were just looking for like a blues theme for their new DLC pack or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, me and my manager and I we wrote a song together, and uh, I went up to Memphis, and they also wanted me to, you know, to, you know, play the character as well. So that was my first little taste of uh voice acting and yeah man it was a great experience it turned out yeah. great yeah you actually played played a character in a video game that's so cool yeah it's nuts right <laughs> so what what games yeah. do you play you say you're a gamer you besides red yeah, dead yeah 
yeah, I'm I'm into uh I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I'm I'm into like violence. <laughs> so yeah. you know, like you know, you know, uh violence and gore and stuff like that. So obviously Red Dead, you know, obviously GTA, you yeah. know, uh yeah, man, you know, I'm into wrestling, you know, so I play the wrestling games, UFC, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm I'm big into wrestling too. I'm a little bit of a wrestling nerd. So Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah! That's yeah, that's uh, the uh, the Royal Rumble is going to be here in Tampa, and uh, I think this this weekend or next week. Um, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So we uh, definitely, definitely, um, you know, big big wrestling fan um, over here. But that's that's super cool. You know, I love. I, maybe you'll maybe you'll get a chance to uh, perform in the uh, the next GTA game that, that they're working on now. Hey, hey man, I, I I I hope so, man. I hope there's a spot for me somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm putting I'm putting it out into the universe now for you, and I know it's gonna it's gonna come back, and uh, uh, you'll, you'll you, be bro. you'll I be like I, I remember that Cigar City Radio podcast. He said GTA, and GTA came calling. That's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, you know it. Cool. So the new album is uh called Live in London. You recorded it at the garage, <laughs> the garage in London, UK. Um, mm-hmm. tell me about the so anybody that knows me knows that I'm a big fan of live albums. So um, I was really excited uh, when this one came out and you know giving it a listen. So um, you know what's it like? What's it like working on a live album versus uh, you know recording uh, a regular you know studio record? Uh, for me, I would say it's a little bit more fun because in the studio sometimes I feel restrained, and uh, but you know on stage you know that's the you know, that's the canvas. So, you know, I'm able to stretch out more and be a little bit more out there, you know, you know, you know, rather than just, you know, being on like a time consuming thing or whatnot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And was it, it was all recorded in one at one show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much one whole set. That's very cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great record. Um, sound is awesome. You can tell like there's so much energy in the crowd. Um, you know, and some some great solo work. Um, you know, uh, and 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 just awesome licks on your end. Um, oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Who who are so while we're talking about that, like who are some of your your major influences? Because I I've, I heard some different stuff on this record that I I hadn't really heard from you before. Like um like Empty Promises gave me like a strong like Prince vibe in the solo section. So I don't know, like mm. do you like are you a, are you a Prince fan? Oh, most definitely. Hell yeah. I love Prince. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. I was, I was like, man, this, this really gives me like a Prince vibe, you know? Um, Thank you, man. But, like, um, like, like for the, for like the rock influences of Prince, uh, yeah. Jimmy, uh, 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 Gary Moore, um, all those guys, man, it's pretty much been like, you know, um, influences, you know, when it came to like the rock sound and stuff, even from Fidelity, you know, you know, stuff from them. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, Prince is actually my favorite guitar player and and people like kind of look at me weird when I say that because you don't really think of him as a guitar player. Right, um, right, right. But he was just like so incredible and 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 could play, you know, virtually anything I feel like and and make it work, you know. Oh, oh yeah, man, he can stand with the best with him. He can stand with the best of them. Like Prince was that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a reason why he's Prince, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're performing Sunday, February 18th at Gasparilla Music Festival. Um, have you ever been to Tampa before? Yeah, I have. If I have, I don't remember. But I think this is my first time playing in Tampa. I think it might be. Uh, I can't, yeah. I can't. you know, I, I feel like I would have gone to the show had had, uh, <laughs> had you come sooner. 
Um, so, you know, the Gasparilla Music Festival is is probably our biggest festival uh, in the area. It's it's, uh, you know, we're we're blessed to have it um, just in our backyard. And, you know, there's been amazing performances and amazing performers every year. So um, what can people look forward to for your performance at Gasparilla this year? Man, it's like a uh it's like a you no know, a moving train <laughs> pretty much, man. You know, we're gonna have a lot of uh a lot of funk, a lot of blues, you know, you know, uh you know, just a little bit of smoothness, you know, uh you know, uh, just a bit of great time, man. We're gonna, you know, um, we're gonna you know uh serve it up. So it's gonna be dope for sure, for sure. All right. I'm look looking forward to it. I can't can't wait. So I'm gonna be I'll be I'll be front front and center for you, man. I uh, it'll be it'll be exciting. Um, appreciate it brother for yeah sure. and, and you know the hopefully the weather will be nice this is a good time of year to come to tampa it's not hopefully not too hot and uh hopefully the rain stays away last year um the festival actually actually did get rained out so we're you know oh fingers, wow yeah, wow fingers well, crossed that had been time. Yeah, fingers definitely. crossed that yeah we're all good this year and you know um because i imagine uh performing in the rain is probably not the most fun thing to do not at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gear yeah. up there, a lot of electricity happening to to be performing. Yeah, everybody. yeah, yes, sir. So right on. Well, um, you know, we're we're pretty much towards the end of our time. So I just wanted to see, um, you know, is is there anything else you want to share with our audience, or anything else, um, you know, we can look forward to besides obviously the the performance and the new record live in London, um, you know, and all your great success. Man, I, I just I just thank everybody for the support, man. And um, yeah, man, this uh, this new tour that we're about to uh, you know, embark on, you know, our spring tour here more fish and uh, which uh, which the Tampa Day is a part of. I can't wait to see everybody. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so where can um our listeners find you? Uh, what what are your social medias? Go ahead and shout all that out for us. Uh, my website is callmekingfish.com and it has all of my uh all my social media on there. I have the same handle on everything, which is uh, at call me Kingfish. So it's easy to find. So yeah, but on the website, you can find dates, uh, updates, you know, uh, different little things about us coming, you know, it shows the kind of like, now hopefully not, but yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Are you the one, are you the one running your socials or do you got it? You got a team for that? Uh, pretty much half and half. I'm on there and my family my manager is on there. So yes, yeah, yeah okay, I'm, so, it's still me. <laughs> all right. So when people comment about you know putting you on the next Grand Theft Auto game and all that, that you you know you're gonna be the one responding. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, this this has been uh, uh this has been fun. Thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, big shout out to uh, Kingfish Ingram. Check him out Sunday, February 18th in downtown Tampa. And uh, check him out. Check out all of his music. There's a lot of great records. We just we just sort of scratched the surface today. There's there's so much to uh, to explore in your catalog, man. So thanks again for for joining us. No problem, man. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it.